Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. Unusual rashes, lesions and swollen lymph nodes. That's what we're being told to look out for as cases of monkeypox infections rise in the capital. Figures set to be published later on Monday will show an increase in the number of confirmed viral cases in England. The UK Health Security Agency is advising people at high risk of catching the disease to self-isolate for three weeks and call NHS 111 before seeing a doctor. And this is the advice for anyone having sexual or household contact with a monkeypox-infected person. And over the weekend, authorities in Belgium introduced a 21-day quarantine after this new outbreak of a viral disease that's been around since the 1950s. So could we see similar measures imposed here in the United Kingdom? As things stand, the, the judgment is that it's, it's, it's rare. Uh, I think we're, we're looking very carefully at the circumstances of, uh, of transmission. Um, it, it hasn't yet it hasn't yet proved uh, fatal in any case that uh, that we know of. Certainly not in this uh, in this country. Uh, the the UK Health Security Agency new uh, body is is obviously following it very closely. So, what is monkeypox? What about vaccines? And how worried should we be? To try and separate some of the facts from the hyperbole, we're joined by Keith Neal, emeritus professor at the University of Nottingham and a 30-year veteran of epidemiology and infectious diseases. From SARS to swine flu, he's seen it all. So, Professor Neal, what is monkeypox? There are two very similar viruses. One we call the Congo clade because it's in the Congo and the West African strain is in West Africa. There has been an increase in monkeypox in Nigeria, one of the main locations where monkeypox occurs over the last few years. Exact reasons for this are unclear. A number have been suggested, including more encroachment into forests and a decline in the number of people with smallpox vaccination. But given the age distribution of people in Nigeria with 50% of the population under 18, I think that's not particularly likely. We've always seen the introduction of the odd disease from Africa, such as this. They've occurred. We had a Lassa fever come in this year, and we've had monkeypox prior to these monkeypox cases. And this is unusually get possible transmission, not always. Cases are identified, contacts are identified, and the isolation, and we stop the spread. 
What has appeared to have happened this time is something fundamentally different is happening. There are two reasonable explanations, although there may be others. One is it's got into a particular group of people where spread is easier and is occurring more rapidly, or the virus has changed in its transmissibility, or actually in the severity of the disease. In most cases, when we have an introduction of monkeypox in the past, is we've been able to identify people who've got it have been in contact with somebody else who is known to have had it. This time around, most of the people who have been identified, at least in the early cases, have no known links to another case of monkeypox. Now, given the fact it's largely only infectious before it produces symptoms, or that is what was thought, either people are meeting up with people when they're unwell, and it may only be a rash. You get a rash on the starts on the face, and then can also affect the hands and genitals. And you then end up with pustules, which I can't imagine you would want to go and meet many people in that situation. So at the moment, the control strategy is when somebody with monkeypox has been diagnosed, we want to know two things, where they might have caught it from, which is backwards contracts tracing, and who they've been in contact with, to whom they might have spread it. And we've got a large army of contact tracers who have got skills in doing this. What are you working on right now? It's mainly getting ready for when more cases are diagnosed outside of London. The key steps will include what do we do when somebody who thinks they might have monkeypox, how do we get them assessed safely for them and the clinical staff doing the assessment, how we get them sampled to test them for monkeypox and other similar conditions. So that involves getting a sample test taken the sample to the lab. The process of sending the monkeypox specimens down to Port and Down is now relatively well established because it's essentially the same thing for any other similar disease. But what do we know about monkeypox symptoms in humans? We're not sure whether the whether it's a rodent virus or it, but it's called monkeypox because it's mainly contact with monkeys, but it is found in some rodents. It's therefore it's not designed or evolved to transmit well into humans and the disease causing processes are similar. In COVID, what happened is a we think what happened was a bat virus changed to become more humanized in its ability to spread with respect to. The illness, it tends to start with a fever and a rash. Rash starts on the face and most rashes tend, do not affect the palms of the hands or the soles of the feet. That's not typical. Monkeypox does that and also spreads to the genitals. The rash will then start small blebs, which become vesicles and can compress and then can progress to pustules, which are large, sort of not, not very nice looking things. How is monkeypox spread and is there an increased risk through sexual activity? You do not need sexual activity itself. So basically going to bed with somebody and just cuddling them or sharing a bed because we know you can get it from bed linen. So you could share a bed with someone who did have monkeypox and you don't actually have to have had them in the bed with you. So I would say it's, it's, we believe it to be close contact 
But the close contact is part of usually having sex. What laboratory work is being done here in the UK? Portendown is our central testing lab for the United Kingdom for high for what we call a high consequence infectious disease. That doesn't mean to necessarily say it's serious, but ones that are not normally tested for. And essentially, the tests need you can't just put start up a test for monkeypox. So the for the purpose of efficiency and getting up samples done quickly, all our samples go to the lab at Porton Down, which is part of the UKHSA. We'll go to some ads now. Please stay here for more from Professor Neil, including whether the COVID response will help logistics for dealing with the monkeypox outbreak. Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Professor Neil, how much will the knowledge around COVID logistics help keep the monkeypox outbreak under control? I think the issue is that generally the skills are transferable, and but won't necessarily be the same for any other disease that may crop up. It does depend a bit on the severity of the illness, what level of personal protective equipment, PPE, staff need to use. There's always a sort of gearing up at the initial stages to make sure we get the processes correct and don't, because we don't want to, if we put in too much protective measures, then it actually hinders the response. If we do too little, key staff will get ill. Of course, after COVID, we're all familiar with the R number of viral reproduction. What is the situation with monkeypox? We don't know exactly what the R zero is, but it's probably, but it's almost certainly between one and two and nearer one. That's sufficient without control measures for it to spread, but quite an easy one once we get control measures in to essentially eradicate it from Britain and other countries. Smallpox had an R zero of over six. We took that disease out and it was eradicated. Removing and eradicating monkeypox from the United Kingdom and other countries, Western Europe, Australia, will be much simpler. We have a vaccine which is as good as it is for, for as it was for smallpox. We can protect people by we haven't got a lot of vaccine, but we can prioritise what vaccine we do have in the people who are most at risk, i.e. the close contacts, which will stop the spread. If we identify enough close contacts, we will stop onward transmission. 
And with an R0 close to one, it is not difficult to drive that down to below one and the disease to be removed. I do remember an advert once for the Royal Marines many years ago, pointing out that they had been in action every year, I think, bar one. Every year since I have been in infectious diseases from 81 onwards, we've had one or two new diseases crop up. They will keep cropping up and we just need to be ready for them. Fortunately, this one's cropped up whilst we're well geared up with resources for COVID. And finally, up and down the country, there'll surely be a few Brenda from Bristol moments, not another one. How bad is it? First of all, you're unlikely to be seriously ill with this virus. Some people will be. But if you are, if you suspect you have it, please contact your GP or if you're attending a sexual health clinic, the sexual health clinic first, because that way there are various things that you can do. They can you can possibly now send pictures, take most people have access to a mobile phone. So they're able to assess you. We do not want people with monkeypox turning up into healthcare facilities unannounced. Because in a way that will cause the biggest threat, I think, of monkeypox at the moment is a few cases turning up in clinics, hospital outpatient departments, even not sort out hospital outpatient departments, casualty, and essentially taking out large numbers of healthcare workers who will have to isolate for 21 days. And we're already beginning to see pressure in part of London. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back on Tuesday with a transport special at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.